0: We just had a uh, computer misfire, so we were just making sure that this actually works. Uh, Welcome to the Mayfair Podcast. It is Thursday, April 29th, and it is a...
1: No, it's Wednesday. Wednesday.
0: I don't know what day it is. But they're probably
1: (laughs) listening to this after Wednesday.
0: You're probably listening to this on Thursday, April 30th, or some other time in the future.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: We're in the past. We're We're coming to you from the past. If you're listening live on your radio dials, it is Wednesday afternoon on an actual summer day in april here in Come Ottawa.
2: At you back to the future. <laughs> no. Uh
0: I think I think uh, winter may have passed. We are again talking about doing a rooftop podcast, though I don't know if the sound would be great. Dreaming
2: of a retractable roof.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have like a sky dome at the Mayfair so you can watch movies under the
2: stars. Under the, the, the
0: stars. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, I bike here and it was a nice bike ride here to the Mayfair. I think all the snow is off the canal.
2: Yeah, everything's drying up down there.
0: I saw a bunch of crazy birds, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and we have uh, we're doing this on a day after the schedule has actually come out, so we could actually talk about what is coming up on May first to May seventh, twenty fifteen. Uh, we're bringing back second best exotic marigold hotel for a second week. And I think you yeah. said that correctly. I think I said it correctly. <laughs> I read it to make sure you said it, which is. I think I mentioned you last week. I'm fascinated by this movie, if only because movies like this don't have sequels. Yeah. Traditionally. Yeah. Like, usually the nice, dramatic comedies... Like, usually sequels are for your Marvel movies and Planet of the Apes and...
1: It's the expendables yeah. for seniors. Yeah, and, and,
0: and I just happen to see how much money this one has made, and I'm, so I'm not going to be surprised if there will be a third-best exotic Marigold Hotel. Um...
2: I don't wanna give anything away.
0: Oh, you've actually, but, I mean, yeah. I, yeah,
2: it's got a great dance number at the end.
0: Yeah, and that's all you, I, I think we, after a very different movie, The Voices, I think I said, I, I want every movie to end in a dance number. We're and continuing <laughs> and <a good> trend. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And it's interesting, because we screened, every once in a while, we screen, it used to be private, um, screenings for like Turkish films or Bollywood films and that sort of thing but we had a couple lately that I think just because they got a bit more organized were actually open to the public yeah. and they're, they're a fascinating uh, undertaking because it's very community like there's kids mm-hmm. there from 5 years old up to old folks who are like 85 years old yeah. but I worked uh, during a shift for hotel and 4 or 5 ladies from the Bollywood rental came to see awesome. it which is cool because it's it's a very mainstream British film, but with kind of a Bollywood angle to it. And yeah. so it's cool that this other crowd is kind of coming. With lots out.
2: of elements that they can appreciate for sure. If, yeah. If, if folks like Bollywood movies, they can.
0: Well, during the rental, some a couple of adorable. There's a whole bunch of little girls like dressed to the nines in in uh, like fancy Bollywood-style dresses. I don't know what the term They're is saris. for those... Dre- saris. Mm-hmm. And one of them looked at me excitedly upon hearing the music that's kind of over the last 10 minutes and was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's just the end of the movie playing now. And she's like, can I go in and look at it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, but just just be quiet. You can go look. And she was, I think, fascinated to see a movie with that in it that wasn't one that her, her community center was putting on. And uh, so, yeah, so it was cool to see them coming back to see that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so we got that coming back, and then new film, kind of a um, unadvertised before, uh, not a Ottawa premiere, but it's called Seventy One, and it's a war movie. Uh, I believe it's a night, time in night, Be-
2: Belfast,
1: Belfast, and it's a night in the life of a soldier, I believe. And he's separated; he's like on his own. Yeah. So and-
2: I think basically, like they get caught, he gets. They get caught in a riot, Yeah, and then they're go, 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 and he gets split from them, and then it's like, their frantic search for him, but also his frantic search for them.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if it's a, uh, I'm sure it's based on true events, I don't know if it's based on a specific true story, but what I have heard, kind of an interesting review, said it's, it's the best... Zombie or horror film that's not a zombie film in a long time. Awesome. Because it just has, so if you just want to go see a dramatic picture, an award winning dramatic picture, it has that. But if you're a fan of horror films or kind of thrillers, it actually has an aspect of that to it because it's, a, it's a, a guy on his own in a scary situation with people running around breaking things. Edge and of your seat. Fight of your fight seat. Or type yeah, stuff. so I, I heard it, it feels like a really good zombie film. And I can see it kind of being compared to something like imagine like 28 days later, but except a little bit more realism because it's not anything monstrous or anything like that. But I'm really interested to see it after hearing that review, that it has kind of a, a horror movie yeah. tilt to it. Um, but it's also won a half dozen awards from various festivals, and, which I just know because I was just writing some little Twitter blurbs about it and stuff like that. So yeah. it's an acclaimed war picture. And uh, But yeah, so we have that starting this Friday. And then we have uh, the
1: Ottawa premiere of Kung Fu Killer. Kung Fu Killer,
0: mm-hmm. starring uh, what's Donnie his name, Yen. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, the great, Yen.
1: The great Donnie Yen.
0: Living, I think he, I think he classifies as a living legend in the martial arts. Yeah. And I don't think he's really made much leeway in North America, really, except for like Mayfair kind of movie patrons and kind um, yeah. of kind of movie nerds. Which is odd because he speaks fluent English, I believe. Yeah, and so far. To my knowledge, he hasn't had the um, like the Jackie Chan or the Chow Young Fat kind of doing an American production yet. Mm-hmm. Whereas over there he's enormous. Mm-hmm. And and like we've screened a few movies that he's been in and done very well with it, like Ip Man and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's always fascinating to see somebody who over there is in like the number one movie of the week or the the big award-winning movie and hear people even someone who might consider themselves an action movie fan don't know who the hell Donnie Yen is. And then they might see a trailer for something like this and be like, oh, well, mm-hmm. that looks like the most amazing thing I've ever seen.
1: Mm. Yeah, the trailer's, the trailer's really good, really strong. Yeah.
0: And over there, it was called Kung Fu Jungle, which made for some <laughs> brief confusion when I was trying to find posters and trailers and stuff like that. Uh, but I think it, it actually came out in like 2013, I believe, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, often movies like that kind of take a while to... Make it,
2: their way over. Yeah,
0: if, if get North American distribution at all, but it just look, and it looks like a, a, and I'm not an expert on it, but it looks like a big, filled with a whole bunch of martial arts actors movie. Like if you just look at the poster, there's about 30 names listed, and I think they're listed because they're all big shots in their own right.
2: I think the review that I read and like, used for the... or Well, the, the one that I ended up using for the newsletter mentions the Raid as, like...
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
2: I think, so if that's what we're in for. Yeah. That's pretty promising.
0: Yeah, I'm, yeah, and, and it's one of those things where it's cool that we've got this because since we have a, a short history with a couple of Donnie Yen films before, or at least, no, we played both Ip Man's, I believe. Yeah, and then uh, Special ID. Oh, mm-hmm. Special ID, yeah. So it's cool that we have it back kind of keeping this run going with, with, uh, with his films. And, and I, don't know, I don't know if anyone has, if there's plans for him to kind of come over or if he's happy to stay there and be a superstar. I don't know if he has his, uh, oh, when, when, what's his name,
1: did Lethal Weapon 4.
2: Well, he did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, was so he in that? Over there
1: yeah. In there. And they're filming Ip Man 3. Yeah, Ip Man's is like a pretty big franchise. And a sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah.
0: I forgot uh, he was in that. uh,
1: He's in, oh, he's in a really good film called uh, SPL, Mm -hmm. which uh, here in the uh, Western part of the world was called Kill Zone. It's with Sammo Hung. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sammo Hung's this big time gangster, and he goes up against a a group of undercover cops led by Donnie Yen. That's an excellent, excellent movie. He was in Blade Two, apparently. So he's done like a couple. of... Well, he was! I did not know that. Blade Two, Highlander, Endgame. But I mean, you know, he might have just been like a stunt guy kind of thing for it. Yeah, or like a small role. So I mean, yeah. he's never had like a, a starring role. Like, yeah, or a vehicle it's just that built we around didn't
2: him. Really know about him. yet. Yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting now because now Jackie Chan has seemingly come over here, done very well, and now I think he's kind of gone home. Because well, I, I think he likes he just it better did, uh, over there.
1: Uh, was it Dragonblade? Yeah. Which apparently is the biggest Chinese or biggest Hong Kong movie ever in terms of, you know, gross. Yeah. And Adrian Brody and, and John Cusack are in that film. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: I, th- I think he was, I remember reading a few articles where despite his success with kind of the super mainstream stuff like Rush Hour, I think he was frustrated because he was over and over again playing the doesn't speak English very well sidekick to an American guy. And even if you look, like, whatever it was, like, three Rush Hour films, and then he did, like, The Tuxedo, and, like, yeah. there, there's ten movies that it's are the essentially... Next Door. Yeah, that are essentially Rush Hour. And then I think he really wanted to act, like, do some more acting. And, like, we have... What's the name of the one we have coming up from him? Um,
1: we have... A, we booked a Jackie Chan movie uh, coming oh, up. Oh, uh, Police, Police Story 2013, but it, it's called... Uh, it's been retitled police story lockdown and I heard that's death and I've in. seen it and it's it's actually quite good it's it's not but it's not um it's more of a, a hard edge kind of yeah. police thriller hostage movie it's sort of, it's a little diehard-ish right um but it's not like an action extravaganza like um you know drunken master or something like there's that. there's no uh, goofy um no it's it's a serious like dark kind of yeah. Uh, no goofy movie. blooper reel at the end credits. No, no. <laughs> uh, I think there's a... Serious blooper reel. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a serious Jackie Chan movie. It's not, that, you
0: know... That movie's so new on the distribution front that a English poster and trailer do not exist for it yet. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Not that that really matters. I mean, no. You can just watch the, the Hong Kong trailer and see. Yeah. Although I think it's a mainland production.
0: Well, that's what I, 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 said, I said. I was trying to, to, to mock up a poster for... If you look at, like, the main page of our website or see the slideshow before... Our, our films here at the Mayfair. There's no poster, and our programmer said there's one on the way, or they're going to get us one soon. But he said like he booked it like the second it was available. So I could make a poster, but it's not English, so I thought that might be a little confusing. You have
2: to put like a little.
0: I've had to put like a separate banner saying AKA this, <laughs> which I might do if sooner or later they don't just send us a poster. Mm-hmm. But the, but um, yeah, so that's how fresh this is is in the. English distribution era is is that it doesn't have publicity yet. So so hopefully we'll have that up there. But we, we talked about it a bit on Facebook and Twitter and kind of got the news out. So I don't know if we have I forgot if we have the date set for that one. I think it's
1: June, sometime in June. Yeah. Let me see. But yeah, that's that's coming up. We have so much think, coming up. Yeah. Like June fifteenth, I believe. we yeah. will double check. Yeah.
0: That's
2: my birthday.
1: Oh. That's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we put it there. Happy b- future birthday.
0: That's a Jackie Chan birthday for you. But uh, yeah, we had that come. And then the the big news this weekend was we finally got a hold of It Follows, mm-hmm. hey. which uh, we ended up not getting too far after the initial booking, because when did we have it booked We were for? supposed
1: to get it April 10th. So a couple then, weeks late. Yeah, the distributor decided to open it in the uh, multiplexes on yeah. that date.
0: Yeah. So thanks for people in advance who are waiting to see it with us. And yeah. I know I put it on on kind of Twitter, and it got kind of up on Facebook yesterday, and there, the uh, many people saying they were going to finally come and see it, which is nice. So at, at the moment, we have it for two days, and some people have been asking, are we going to have it for more? Like
2: I'm out of town for the weekend? Or- yeah,
0: and and the simple answer is we don't know right now, and it, and it always does come down to we'll find out Monday.
2: Yeah, tell the, all of your friends who can, can come this weekend yeah. to come this weekend so that we can maybe...
0: And it's one of those things where... It's all just, sched- it's like the, the, the fates of the scheduling and distribution and stuff, because sometimes, whether it be we can only fit it in for two days, because we have so many other things, or the powers that be say you can have it for a couple days, because then we're putting it out on Blu-ray or doing something else with it. Yeah,
2: like this week, um, I'm sure part of what happened is that we've got the Ottawa Film Society has their last screenings for the right, year, Right. so they take up a chunk of like they've got the space for three nights. So they're yeah. in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. So those are, you know, six screenings that we yeah. are giving to other people. Um, so theoretically so it might
0: have been on a yeah, Wednesday, we Thursday or something. Night. But and that's but that is the the blessing of the weekly schedule is that in the 11th hour, I'm sure the powers that be said, oh, you guys can have It Follows now. And that decision was like, well, we can wait another week or we can just get in a weekend we do screening. we wanna screen it. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's
2: get it in when we can. Yeah,
0: and then maybe if it does really well, we'll bring it back again. And if not, we'll have it for two days, which, which isn't rare because a lot of the genre films, whether it be um, Kung Fu Killer or kind of the older stuff like Blade Runner, kind of we do it for two days and that kind of gives, hopefully, and, and the, the, the sad thing is, Someone's gonna miss out. Like, <laughs> like unfortunately, like, I miss out on movies. There are lots you know? of
2: people in Ottawa.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean, if we put it on two different days, somebody else will be. Oh no, I'm out of town that weekend. So, sadly, we can't appease everybody. But I know, even just recently, like, I, I miss movies because I'll be out of. T- actually, I'm going out of town in a couple weeks. And depending on oh, there's
2: something pretty specific that you're missing, is I
0: miss I'm missing Maggie and marrow, digging up the marrow, which which is another. Which thing. looks
1: terrifying.
0: Usually, we don't have two genre movies because sometimes we'll try to, to juggle it, right? Like we'll have we'll have a, a you know second best exotic marigold hotel, which is maybe to be stereotypical more more grandma grandpa friendly kind of movie. Or like, yeah,
2: we like.
0: And then we'll have seventy one, which is kind of a like a war picture, but an uh, uh, award-winning war picture. And then the nine o'clock movie will be something a bit more genre. Genre. But I think in this case, it was. I, I'm I'm guessing it was probably just these two, like Maggie became she available. Became a war Friday. Yeah, and, and Maggie is is uh, a bit more buzz to it because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and it's
1: a zombie movie and, and
2: Abigail Breslin from Yeah, Little Miss Sunshine.
0: Yeah. But it's
1: like a zombie drama. It's not yeah. uh, It's not like a super uh, charged kind of horror film. It's, it's, it's like the
2: Zombie the Road? I, think,
1: yeah, so. I yeah. think so. And I think,
0: I think having not seen it, but just read a bit about it, I think if you are not a horror fan, I think you can come see Maggie, and it's a bit more of a father-daughter um, yeah, like like tragedy. the ro- tragedy. Like like it could almost be like a war movie or, or something like that, where there, there, I'm sure there's some violence stuff in it, but it would be the equivalent of watching a war movie about a father and daughter or well, something. Well
1: it's like, it's fourteen A here in Ontario. In the States it's PG thirteen, so I can't imagine right. it being too gory.
0: Yeah. So and and I think too the so and, and it, it you know, it played at some pretty major festivals. Mm-hmm. I think it premiered at Tribeca because I saw a hilarious photo, a bizarre photo. Of De Niro standing beside Schwarzenegger, which was just weird for some reason. <laughs> like, like, like De Niro looked like he was confused why Schwarzenegger was there, and Schwarzenegger just looked kind of like the oafish, cigar smoking, friendly guy he always portrays in the public. Yeah, it's a weird photo. But so it premiered at Tribeca and got some pretty good reviews down there. So although it might classify, if if you're giving it a simple classification, it's horror, but it might be something you're interested in even if you're not a fan of that genre. So maybe check out the trailer or read a couple of reviews and see what you think because I think it might be appealing to, you know, because, I mean... A few it,
2: more people than the average zombie movie?
1: Yeah. Like, maybe it's like kind of Commando. Yeah. But, but with zombies. Because <laughs> in Commando, he's got to save his daughter. Yeah. And in this one, it's, you know, he's trying to, I guess he's trying to save his daughter as much as he can or prolong her right. human life. And like when we're screening Cannibal Holocaust...
0: You can be pretty sure whether you want to watch that or not, because it's called Cannibal Holocaust.
1: Yeah. If you're a PETA supporter, you will not be showing up. No, to can- no, you wouldn't
0: show up to Cannibal Holocaust. But for something like Maggie, but yeah, so anyway, that's an example of something that I might be missing out on because I'm going to be out of town
1: uh, for a week, and that falls right on the day I'll be on an airplane heading out of town. So it depends. Uh, and, and digging up the marrow is like a mockumentary horror film.
0: That's what. I, yeah, it's like it's like a. Um,
1: Blair Witch, I, I, almost. It seems
0: Blair
2: Witchy. I, yeah. I believe the director but. is
0: in
1: it, right? Like
0: the director's in it, doing interviews or something like that. Yeah,
1: and they run into this—was um, he like an archaeologist or something? Who believes in these monsters? Yeah. And they follow him around, and it's like you know—is he—is he crazy? Is he—is he right? Yeah. And it's Ray Wise as the actor who yeah. plays him. Yeah, uh, if if it's if it's a fake documentary about monsters, I'm in. It, kinda, I'm in. Kinda, it actually kind of reminds me of the trailer of uh, Troll Hunter, which we showed. Okay, yeah. Troll Hunter was kind of a similar thing, like uh, a documentary crew uh, following around this this crazy uh, yeah. Yukon Cornelius kind of guy. <laughs> that was a good uh, movie. Troll Hunter was good in terms of, of, of its you know low budget. It had some really good creature effects in yeah. it. Yeah, there was like, a the movie. The trolls look fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not remember what it's called but
0: anybody I'm sure you can cross-reference it online and figure it out but it was it was with the guy from CSI who always took his sunglasses Mauricio. off
1: yeah uh, what's his name David Caruso David Caruso, David Caruso.
0: it kind of came out on the heels of kind of the Blair Witch phenomenon and it was some guys like fixing up it's
2: session nine. Session nine. It's one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, and
1: and that, I've never seen that. Oh my god! But that's yes. not like
2: a. I'm gonna lend it to you.
1: That's like a. Isn't it like a reality show or something? Yeah. That what is it? Why are the guys they, there?
2: They are like cleaning up the asbestos. That's what I thought. Like yeah. Re- fixing up an old asylum. Yeah. Um and like, I, I don't want to give anything no. away. But like, it's scary. They find, it's really scary. So they find <laughs> tapes of some of the, the.
0: Patient, right
2: and shit starts getting creepy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I believe maybe digging up the marrow might be slightly in that genre, kind of like mm-hmm. people stumbling on something bad, <laughs> something horrible. But it, it's just, yeah, it's interesting that we have
1: two two genre movies on the same night. Yeah, so, uh, Maggie and digging up the marrow on May fifteenth. I wonder May what 15th. our matinee is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good question. And police story lockdown is actually June nineteenth. June nineteenth, starting June nineteenth which is good. It seems like a long time
0: since Jackie Chan's had a movie here. Like, like, mm-hmm. a, it's like I remember, when was Karate Kid? Was that his last, like, American Yeah, and they're production? working on the second
1: one. Yeah. And he's got a, Johnny, a movie with Johnny Knoxville in the works. Oh, yeah. yeah, like an action comedy. Yeah, there'll be another Rush Hour. <laughs> no, there is going to be. You know what's weird? They're, they're doing another Rush Hour, but with uh, Puff Daddy, or P. Diddy, and uh, Byung Hung Lee, and it's called Rush Hour for Face Off 2. What? Um, they're rebooting it? And kind of like, yeah, and it, 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 like it, you go on firstshowing.net and they're commenting on it and going like, this is such, this is such a weird idea. <laughs> I honestly can't believe it exists. Hollywood is desperate. That's,
0: <laughs> so they're making a movie that is two sequels? That's insane. That just blew my mind.
1: So <laughs> like, is this
2: like Freddy versus
1: Jason? Yeah. Is, so are they switching faces? Because, you know, so it's like a biracial face-off, which is kind of cool. Or, or <laughs> horribly racist. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's oh, see. my God, it is. I, the trailer is on here. Or, you know what, this might just be a prank.
0: This I, has to be. Was this put up on April 1st? It,
1: uh, oh, I get it. Um, <laughs> you got to click on the page. Uh, in case you haven't figured this out, this is clearly just a sketch from Funny or Die.
0: Ah, oh. you were tricked. I was like, well, that's just crazy enough to be true.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's now I kind of wish it was true. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll become true.
2: But it could always be rebooted for the big screen at some point. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, they are oh. doing a Joe Dirt 2. Oh. There is a Joe Dirt 2, but it, it's, it's exclusively uh, for Crackle. Oh, that's crazy. It's okay. straight to Crackle, straight to a streaming site.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because I don't know if a lot of people would go would see no. the sequel to a 15-year-old David Spade movie. No. I don't think so. Don't think so. I guess it made enough money to justify, yeah, <laughs> a sequel anyway.
2: the mom bought enough tickets. <laughs> uh,
0: but and so what? So it's interesting now because we're screening, we, we're screening a couple documentaries, and one of them has like, one night we had three trailers for three documentaries coming up, and the well, one movie we're screening is Merchants of Doubt, which I came to see, and one of our friends was like, Julia she lost was her mind. Lo- losing her mind because it's like. If you ever want to see a movie that's, like, entertaining and educational and will make you furious, go see Merchants of Doubt. So what is this? This is basically about how
1: – is it about marketing or advertising? It
0: kind of starts – it's it basically all the evil white men in the world, but it mm-hmm. kind of it starts out with the cigarette stuff. Like, people, yeah. people lying about cigarettes are bad for you. But then the other evil people in the world went, oh, those guys got away with that. We can lie that way, too. We can lie, too, yeah. yeah. And so then, and now we live in this world where – Everybody's kind of doing this, and it's just about these fascinating evil guy. And I don't know if the term is like psychopath or sociopath, but like they know they're bad and they have fun. It's almost like sociopath, internet trolls. Yeah. Sociopath. Yeah. sociopath. They have fun going like, "Oh yeah, we totally put this this," um, and they have they have a bizarre like no ill will. Like, "Oh yeah, that scientist is is a genius and very interesting, but we put his internet uh, information online and then he got like death threats. Oh, that was a great thing I did," and you're like. And then, like the old cliche of like, how do you sleep at night? And, and they just make a lot of money and lie. But so we screened that, and uh, before that, there was the trailer for the Saturday Night Live doc, um, Lost Soul, and Banksy.
2: One of my favorite things about coming here before I started working here and like dreaming about working here, yeah, was was that we play trailers. Yeah. That are relevant before what we are watching kind of thing. Not
1: like Paul Blart. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Yeah. If you're coming to watch a horror movie, you're just going to watch three awesome horror movie trailers and want to come see them later.
0: Yeah. And especially now with our our digital technology, it's easy for us to kind of wrangle back and forth. Um, I was very proud of myself yesterday. I uploaded the Maggie trailer with no grown-up supervision all by myself. Yeah, I did that I did that too. <laughs> and nothing exploded. Yeah now
2: it's my turn. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, but so but then but then that's interesting because whatever day that was, if that was like a uh you know a, a Monday the Maggie trailer comes in, we can walk upstairs and put that into the into the robot and then it's there. Whereas the the problem in the film days was just it was it was a, a, a bad wind 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 yeah. wind
2: splice it in, and then wind, 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 like, yeah. you have to undo your work and redo your work if you want to add stuff in yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, and it was also just a battle to get the the trailers. Like yeah. I, I remember, it seems like the 1930s, but it was only like four years ago, that we'd be showing something, just fill in the blank of whatever we were showing, the new the new film at the time, and we'd say, like, can we get a trailer? And whether it would be a new movie or an old movie, we just didn't get trailers sometimes, and we wouldn't have a trailer for something we have coming and, up. And we'd have to act out the trailers yeah. in front of the audience <laughs> before yeah. the show. Yeah, one-man show in front of everybody. But now we can get these trailers and get them up fast, or, like what happened with It Follows when we lost it, we can get it off of our loop and put something good on there yeah. to, that shows what we actually... Which is why up. I don't miss
1: doing the weekly, uh, the monthly schedule, because yeah. we would have had It Follows... All over our monthly oh, yeah. paper schedule. Yeah, starting would have May 10th. We
2: so many people. And we
1: would have had to put signs up saying, "Yeah, we're not showing it on that
0: date." Yeah, so. and there'd always be somebody who would, you know, not look online or not know and come and see it. And so now, yeah, just be, being like, I grew up on that monthly schedule. A lot, like a lot of people love that monthly schedule, but it, it is just that, like, just the reality of getting stuff faster, or when something bad happens, or or even just being able to book community stuff easier like if a community center wants to do something with the kids we can say like okay yeah you can do that a week from Saturday yeah. instead of having to wait six weeks or something like that
2: and then, like I think we can make the point that it's probably advantageous as an independent especially because oh, yeah. I think back to like I, when we still had film I was working at the multiplex and they just like unload trailers yeah on the multiplexes yeah we had garbage trailers all the time oh and yeah so to yeah. think that like little independents don't get that yeah you know, now we don't have to fight as much.
0: Well and, and I love that it, it's these smaller the smaller studios are better. I'm not even sure who who's the distributor on Maggie, but they sent us like a poster in the trailer, like right away. E one is
2: awesome. Yeah. Like is great. I don't know. There's a bunch of little
0: guys. And every once in a while one of the little guys will like actually put an ad in the paper. <laughs> like, yeah. like the old the good old fashioned newspaper for mm-hmm. us. But yeah There are still
1: newspapers?
0: I think so. <laughs> Man, I did. <laughs> the Metro
2: publishes the, the showtimes on Fridays.
0: Yeah, right. But like, not a
2: real newspaper, I guess. But,
0: but like, I don't know. It's so, well, like, even this is a whole different conversation. But just like a few years ago, there was if you were standing at a street corner waiting for a bus, there'd be like eight newspaper boxes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now there's like two, maybe. Yeah. And I've heard like interesting. Cons- and they're the free ones.
2: Yeah. Or, I don't know. There's like very specific central locations with like. The auto citizen. Yeah. you go to the corner store to get those?
1: I think now. Yeah. Well, I went to uh, I went to Shoppers the other day and and got like I just wanted something to read and I got like um, the Globe and Mail and the National Post and it cost me like six bucks or something.
0: Whoa. Wow. It can't be. It, it. I did an interview, so I wrote a comic book a little while ago, and it's going to be republished on a new publisher. So somehow the. It's auto- Like you've
2: probably seen if you've walked through our yeah. lobby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> saying buy this comic book <laughs> give me five dollars but somehow some the auto citizen got wind of this and so they interviewed uh, my editor and myself and the guy just came to my house and like super nice guy and he wanted pictures of me at work and i was like well me at work is sitting on the couch with my laptop writing a script so it's not like action-packed it's not like i'm like in in like an office with like a with a with a indiana jones hat on and like typing at a typewriter with a cigarette you know but but he was very understanding. But we—he got a couple pictures of, of some of the original art that I have and and stuff like that. But my brain, like, I didn't want to be insulting to anybody. But my brain was just like, like, man, this can't be long for this world. Like, like, I, I think I think it won't die in the sense that there will, there will be journalism and papers and stuff like that. But the first thing through my head was like, I was like, oh, I'm sure my mom's gonna want to copy of this. I'm gonna have to tell her so she can go and buy a copy. You know, mm-hmm. and it seems so alien now because now like. I will just. Re- I'm sure the article will be online, so I'll just go to the Auto Citizen to take a look at it to their website. But it almost seems like our, e- even in the Glee, um, a, a great magazine store just shut yeah. down like a month ago or a couple months ago, and it just it shut down. Like I don't think there was much warning.
1: There was just like I walked by one day. Everything is still inside. Which is weird.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, it's like
1: they abandoned it. Yeah. And they put up a sign saying, like, it's not... Yeah, we're gone. We're, we can't keep this open anymore. Yeah. Because people were showing up to get their magazine. It's yeah. weird. I mean, I, they weird, had it's business. It's
2: sort of old-fashioned. Like, you hear about, like, people discovering businesses from the 50s that, yeah. like, everything is intact inside. Yeah. You know? So, like, I yeah. don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> but it's just, like, the age of advertising in newspapers for a film business, for any kind of business like that, for us, anyhow although we might still have some and it's it's hard because I don't want to sound like like profiling people of a certain age or whatever but maybe there are some of our customers who still do get a citizen subscription mm-hmm. and they would see the listings but so we do have the listings in there but we don't have a a paper schedule anymore but I found what like I was one of the people delivering these and it was fun it, was, it had a little paper route you got to know people people loved you because you gave them a couple free passes you know so that was fun but you would go back to to second cup or a bar or or uh, the comic shop or somewhere, and if you gave them say twenty five or fifty flyers, sometimes you would go back and like five were taken, and then at the end of your paper route you'd be like,
2: man, like. Or they just end up uh, underneath twenty five other newspapers, yeah. and nobody actually knows that they're there for yeah. the majority of the week, and you pick them up when you yeah go drop the rest off.
0: Yeah, and so that and even as. Like from an environmental point of view, there is a party that's like, man, that's a lot of paper, yeah, kind that's of
2: fancy paper. Yeah,
0: and now I think I think people, have, it's been it's
1: been well over a year now, and I, the Bytown they still do their paper. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a little mini newspaper, and it covers two months of their programming. I'm yeah. fascinated, and they, I, I doubt they'll stop doing that no, anytime soon. But they do two months.
2: I think there'd be riots. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm fascinated that they do two. But months. you can't say riot right now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> like be, being stuck to a two-month schedule is amazing to me because it's like, well, it means you have to do less work two week months, to week, two but months two months. months. Yeah, and and then you're kind of stuck. Like, if you have something that does gangbusters and you might want to bring it back, you can't until maybe as, like say it was the, the say their schedule was January February. And it was like something that played January 1st to 7th did gangbusters, you can't bring it back till March 1st to 7th. Yeah. Um, or I know that the just following because we're we're Twitter pals, they had they had a, a little bit of power outage problems the last a little while ago. And so they lost a couple movies and they either had to wait or put it at a really weird time, like shove it in at like one o'clock on like a like a weekday or something like yeah. that. So yeah, so I could see all sides of the argument, but I am quite happy with a weekly schedule, and I've gotten
1: into the routine of just being excited for Monday and being like, yeah. "Oh,
0: look what we got Monday!"
1: Like it's, it's. We're just sometimes we're just as surprised as, yeah. as our audience.
0: A, a, a very nice someone, someone on Facebook, and it was just it was perfectly timed. She she very nicely said, um, uh, "I don't want to bother you guys, and and I and I and I'm and I'm sure you're working on it, but I'm just curious if it follows is is coming soon." And I replied to her, I happened to be on the computer like five minutes later, and I said, well, you know, uh, we have no secrets here, and and as soon as we find out, it'll be all over social media like ten minutes later. And then Lee, our programmer, went on five minutes later and went, it just got booked this Saturday and Sunday at nine. And then I replied, it just got booked. And then she replied that she had magic powers, and I told her to try to book us some Disney movies. But... (laughs) But that's it. Like we're we're there's no kind of scheme of us keeping things secret. Like
2: if you look at the coming soon page, if you look yeah. at the bottom of the main page, you, you have a good idea of what's coming and when. And
0: when it's an auto-premiere or something kind of special like, like Jaws or even something that might not be an auto-premiere but just is cool, like I, I think we have a poster on there for a Saturday Night Live documentary right now.
1: Yeah, sometimes we get things ahead of time but we don't have the times
0: for it. Yeah, but for example, like 71, we found out we were, we had that on Monday and it follows we found out we had that on Monday. Mm-hmm. And so you'll find out on
1: moments later on monday
0: like that's it like like there's nothing that we're kind of keeping secret like and even stuff when it's far away like like jaws or something we kind of get the news out right away so Mm. so you know people i understand people being anticipatory about certain things but but uh yeah we'll tell you We're we're not we're not keeping any secrets so um because we want to spread the word and get it out there and so in that sense like so like we have the schedule for certain films up to like July 3rd right now like i think i think the furthest away movie is wormwood that's July 3rd mm-hmm. so like for certain genre stuff like that you can make plans to see it and we don't know this the the specificity of when it's on because it'll depend on maybe it'll be on at 9 or 8:30 depending mm-hmm. on what movies before it but we have that date locked down at least and mm-hmm. you can
2: be sure that that the night of that date, it's yeah. going to play for sure. So maybe yeah. just clear your schedule for that evening. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. And unless it's something like Jaws that says like 40th anniversary this date, it will be playing for for at least two days, if not more. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So all that information's there, and and uh, and yeah. And we find out excitedly on a Monday, and then it, and it just becomes this like rush of us getting everything. Yeah, it's basically out. a race. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Mondays.
2: As soon as we get the schedule from Lee, it's like, okay, go.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and that's become like like our Monday is just getting all the news of social media and mocking up the posters and getting it on the slideshow and doing all that kind of fun stuff amongst normal work here. <laughs> and uh, while
2: flinging popcorn. Yeah. and Serving drinks.
0: I, I some somebody was mad on Twitter that we we're th- Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I know. <laughs> That, that we were only screening It Follows for two days. And and I said, you know, oh, sorry, but, you know, scheduling and blah, blah, blah. And he, and he said something about raise your shield. And I said, and furthermore, Does I don't know mean? what raise your shield means. And I don't know what? if it's something the kids are saying now, because a reply, I think a smiley face style <laughs> reply was like Smithers from The
1: Simpsons saying like kids today, you know, so... But I was like, so we're old now, like we. we I think so. We're totally out of. Because I don't know, know. The, the, the lexicon. Yeah, because I don't know what "raise your shield" means. No. Yeah. It sounds like a reference to to something like Dungeons and Dragons. Or, or 300, maybe. Yeah. It
0: sounds like something like "raise your shield," so I can kill you. I think. You know, like maybe
1: like the shields in the way from. Maybe me. it's that weird guy who who uh, came up to me in the street with a. a oh yeah. A, that mask on. It's the Guy Fox guy. Yeah. Maybe it's
0: him again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. man! I speaking of lovely customers. If you're listening, hello. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, I got to see our our beloved former manager Christy last week, yeah. and she's in town, and, and uh, so we were talking. So she works at a theater in Toronto, that is um, more sort more of. screens than I thought. It's like nine screens, yeah. but it, it so it has brand new stuff. But it has some. She's been. Fighting and over the the past while that she's been there, she got them to screen the room, and she got them, I think, to screen the Oscars and trying to do cool stuff there. They
2: did, yeah. They did the Oscars.
0: They had the room like over like four screens, something bizarre. So Tommy had to go and like do his shtick like four different times. Oh my god! But she was saying, and and again, like like not saying this disparagingly, but just fascinated, is that a woman came out of I believe it was Citizen Four, which is a movie we screened as well and was very confused and kind of angry, and Christy was trying to explain to her what Citizen Four was, and the woman didn't comprehend what a documentary was. And <laughs> it was like a grown woman, like, I forget the age, but like a grown-up, middle age at least or so, and she was like, that wasn't even a movie, I don't know what that was, I thought that was gonna be a movie about, about this guy. And I've seen that before. And she didn't know what a documentary was, and I'm fascinated by that <laughs> wow. because, I mean, I'm sure even a little kid, if you if you like, I don't know what a kid-friendly documentary is, but like if if a kid saw if a ten-year-old saw a movie that had like some guys talking about math or something, they would go, oh, this is a math documentary, you know, like or at least or you could. This ex- is a
2: movie that teaches you stuff. Yeah, you could explain like- to
0: them that this is is not fiction
1: and it's a document, you know, whatever, but. Man, that stuck in my head, and I wish...
0: That's one of those things I wish I was there just to observe. So does she
1: watch the news and go, like, what? Yeah. What, like, I don't get it. Like, all I, documentaries, I thought this was a TV show.
0: Yeah, because all documentaries are, are kind of new, like a 90-minute news story. So if you've seen, like, a news program like 2020 or W5, you can kind of extrapolate that, oh, this is a 80-minute story of that thing yeah I don't know what the first I'm gonna look this up now I don't know what the first documentary was but I'm sure it was just something Mm. like that somebody made a an extended news story that was too Nanook of the North Uh, a Mayfair ghost just told us it was Nanook of the North (laughs) that uh, the the, the first first documentary
1: yeah well that's maybe the first Canadian documentary Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah
0: But anyhow, I just I, I I want I would have loved to have been uh, there just to kind of witness this this woman being told what a documentary was, and and I'm just like like do people walk into movies and not realize they're animated or not like what what was that movie? Those
1: people look really no, no, weird. No, I just googled it. Uh, this was the first Nanook of the North was the first successful uh-huh. documentary ever made. Ah, so, so there, was stuff there were a before bunch that. of failures before that.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that, that that story stuck in my head. I was just like, "That's that's a woman I want to have a conversation with to see what she thought of that." Doc. But imagine walking into a movie.
2: I want to hear about her entire perspective on life. Yeah, <laughs> I want
0: to know other things about her. And she thinks she's about to see a movie with actors and somebody playing a guy who's on the run because he did something, and you know the government's after him. And it almost when you talk about Citizen Four, it almost sounds like a Tom Cruise, The Firm kind of movie, you know? Mm-hmm. But except Citizen Four is just three or four people sitting in a hotel room talking while crazy stuff happens yeah and that too maybe that too she walked in and thought there'd be like a car chase or something and instead it's just like a guy hiding under a pillowcase typing into a computer yeah <laughs> but but yeah that that's i want to know more about her wow. i want to i want to read blog posts by this woman <laughs> yeah. i, I want to and again not no i'm not trying to talk down to her i'm just like I wanna I wanna to talk to somebody who never saw a documentary before. That's it's a, like
1: Rip Van Winkle. It's like yeah. you know, you've been
0: asleep for so many years. Yeah. Trying to explain what that is. But yeah, so so on that topic, we have a lot of good documentaries coming up, and don't be confused that it's actually a documentary about a street artist or a comedy TV show or um, a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lost soul. I want. Sugar? I want. To, or <laughs> Sugar, yeah. I want to put Lost Soul up on the marquee just all by itself. Lost Soul, the Doom journey of Richard Stanley's The Island of Dr. Moreau.
2: I don't know that we actually have space to put I, that in a Showtime and a rating.
0: I just want to just squeeze just no it on. Spaces. Like no spaces. <laughs> and if it gets to whatever, like Dr. Moreau, just, just go to like doc T and just doc, leave it. Doc. And we'll tape up the rest. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so lots of stuff coming up. Maybe our next show will do it from the roof.
1: I've never if been I up to the roof. If I can
2: conquer my fear of heights, we could.
1: I tr- I climbed halfway up that ladder once, and it, the ladder to the roof is in the in the projection yeah. booth, and I climbed halfway up, and I'm like,
0: yeah. uh, I might die. Even <laughs> the ladder is shaky. Like, the ladder, because the ladder was installed in, like, 1932, I'm sure.
1: Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it it looks old. <laughs> like, it looks like it's been there for a long time. So the last person, to like, <laughs> the person who built that ladder has, like, a curly mustache, and, yeah. like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, Monocle. <laughs> Yeah, you forget that there's a bunch of stuff in here that was
0: from 1932 that is just, is still here.
2: Yeah, or like things that maybe we think should be here but aren't because it was 1932.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I want, somebody was talking about plates. In the 1930s, we gave out plates. The,
2: um, sort of as an incentive for people to come during wartime, they would give out dishes. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: If anyone has old stuff for the Mayfair, let us know, and we'll either take it <laughs> We're or hungry and we need <laughs> things to eat on.
2: Yeah.
1: Or take pictures of it. A, I
0: think
2: it, it'd be fun to have a day, like a Mayfair day, where oh we yeah. hear about all old people's stories.
1: Well, I had, there was like a 90 year old man who came up to me. And was like, I, still I have his note. Yeah, he left us his number. He's like, uh, yeah, I, I came here, you know, when I was a little boy in 1932 and watched all the, the B Westerns. And, oh my God, that's so
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone has, I want to try to get more stuff in the slideshow or just kind of make an archive of it. And so we don't even need to keep it. Just we'll make a scan of it. If anyone has old, like, newspaper clippings or, or lobby cards or anything like that. And take photos, yeah. Yeah, take photos, and we'll, we'll kind of add it. Because there, there's, shockingly, if you just type in Mayfair Theatre Ottawa to Google, you get, like, three photos, and we have them all up on the slideshow right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, there's one of the marquee with a porn title. There's um, one. Can you, can, do you remember the titles? It, one's Bunny. One's Bunny dirty, something. Dirty, dirty Dolls? Dirty dolls and The Dirty Bunnies. Dirty Bunnies? It's, <laughs> it's bunnies. But it's X it's like X. Like, like, it's so crazy to think that in this in this lovely, like to be blunt, semi-rich neighborhood, we were a porn theater and like Targ was for, a strip this club. The
2: bad t- yeah, yeah, this is the bad part of town.
0: Yeah. I wish it was still the bad part of town because then I could buy a house here for <laughs> for twenty thousand dollars or something. But yeah, but like yeah, so one of their slides it has a porn porn marquee. One has the inside of the theater, and one has um, kind of a shot down towards what what the, the bridge over the canal is. Oh, with the streetcar. With the streetcar. Side
2: view of our fancy marquee, but that like that one popped up yeah. recently. I remember, yeah. and I sent it to you guys. When yeah. Matthew was still here.
0: Yeah. So I got to spread the word about that. Get more stuff up there, but uh, so I guess that about does it for this week. We'll wrap things up and. Uh, I'm going to go back outside into the lovely outdoors. Yeah. And I'm going to stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> ah, sucker. And then I'm going to come on Friday and watch Kung Fu Killer in yes. 71. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Check us out online Mayfair, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and, iTunes Stitcher. and Stitcher, everywhere. Say Come see us in real life. Yeah. Come see us in real life. Say nice things about us on the internet. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Get more out of life. Go
2: out. Do a movie.